Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to live my life, putting purpose over profit. Too many fallen soldiers, too many slain prophets. Eyes on the prize, yeah, I gotta watch it. Agents amongst us, get your hand out my pocket. I'm sick with the pet. Brothers and sisters are sick in the pet. Oppressed by the man, attacked by the clan. America's plan, depression sets in. People becoming so hopeless. Said we can't breathe, they still choke us. They put the body cam on, it's either turn off or out of focus. Yeah, another death, another life. They pull the trigger, no thinking twice. Cops be wildin', the killing youth. The new Jim Crow, a different noose. It's the beast, it's the beast, mark of the beast. Cease and desist, increase the peace. Move in silence, don't make a sound. But when they come, stand your ground. R.I.P. to all the martyrs. Say your prayer, Heavenly Father. Black lives matter, black lives matter. All right, everyone, welcome back to another live episode of The Creative Gourd. And we have a special one in store today. What up, Professor? It was going on, brother. Um, Happy New Year. Um, What I just learned watching that intro is that in 2021, your boy needs a new photo. I need a new headshot or a new something because everybody else got these cool happening joints. Mine look all stiff. You know, I need something new. So y'all got me inspired. That's true. That's true. And, you know, just in case you ever go to ATL, we might have someone in mind for you who might be able to, you know, take your take your photo. And of course, we have the Petty alum in the building. And we also have to give a special shout out to Team Savage Apparel and Nashi Linton straight from Trent. You know, shout out to their establishment with his girlfriend, Kita, you know. His music, her hands, 212 West Hanover Street in Trenton. And that's actually today's sponsor for the episode. So here's a little message from Mr. Linton. So thank you, Nashi, for that, because our next guest is also attended the Petty School and is a professional blogger, regional editor, radio host, photographer, content creator, and has an album streaming on iTunes, Spotify, and Tidal. We have Mr. Blogsworth, Mr. Bilal Morris. How you doing, sir? Hey, what's up? Can I just start by saying, man, y'all are dope, bro. Like, <laughs> bro, oh. Y'all are so dope, bro. We didn't come a long way, man. All of y'all. Even Nas. Oh, I need a shirt. Nas, I, need, <laughs> yo, I need a shirt. But I just had to say before we get started how dope y'all are. I love what y'all doing, man. Y'all just putting on, man. Respect, man. Respect. 
Yeah, we, appre- you, we appreciate that. And it takes one to no one, right? So we appreciate that we are among family here because right now, gentlemen, and as we were briefly talking about it before, now is the season for us as content creators and not only that, black content creators to start coming together and making a way for everyone else. So this is the purpose of our talk right here. And I can't wait to get into it with these esteemed gentlemen we have here in the content creating space and just in the gentleman space in life in general. So you too are also dope as well. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate y'all. Good brothers. Oh, shout out to Nashi. Look straight from Trent. I love it, man. It's beautiful, man. This is beautiful. Absolutely. So I guess we can get straight into it, gentlemen. So as black content creators, often it's, it's really important for us to set an example for the younger generation. And I'm sure Bilal's, you know, being on Twitter, heard a lot about that today, probably with Cardi B and whatnot. But we'll, we'll say that for later. Right. <laughs> but how important is it to you individually whenever you put on a camera, record a microphone or even take a take a photo for IG or whatever? How important, how, what is your mindset when, when creating that type of content? Well, my first mindset when I create any type of content is, um, who's, who am I creating this content for? That's the first thing that I ask myself. Um, because every piece of content has a lane, has an audience, you know, I like to even think about the the exact person Mm. that this content is going to reach. The person has a name, the person has a face, the person has a job occupation. You know, all of these things will play into how I create this content, whether it be a photo that I take, whether it be a video that I might edit or shoot, um, even a song that I might write, man. And and I appreciate that little intro about my my album, man. I'm a, you know, I'm a hobbyist guitarist, <laughs> but, it's, but it's all content. You know what I mean? it's all content. <laughs> yes, sir. Boy Blackburn. And what about you, Professor Israel? You know what? I think what you just said, Bilal, you know, that's that's a master class in like 30 seconds, bro, because mm. um, thinking about uh, my background, like I tell people all the time, my background in undergraduate studies was uh, policy analysis and management with a concentration of consumer policy. And it's really understanding how, you know, the consumer mindset is understanding the markets that you might be in, um, understanding and knowing your audience. Um, and that means that you have to be nimble. That means you need to be learned in whatever space you're entering. Um, you can't just put stuff out for putting stuff out sake, so mm. to speak. You have to have that intention about who is this for and why does it exist and what might make you different or the things that you produce different from everyone else who's out there. So how do you not get lost in the crowd? How do you sift through the noise, so to speak? And for me, it's, it's also about longevity, right? Um, there's sometimes when you might need to make something that's only for a time being. Um, but I think some of the best classics, if you will, or some of the content that really is the strongest is things that last the test of time or they stand the test of time. So really thinking about how can you have that futuristic or that visionary mindset that says, you know what, this is going to be dope today and it's going to be dope next year and 10 years from now. It's going to age like fine wine because this is something that people need because it really ties into what humanity is all about. Man, you didn't say it perfect, brother. You know, but don't for also don't forget about it's art. All of this is art, mm. all of it, you know. So if you kind of go into it with that artistic mindset, mm. it'll help you create things that people will, will enjoy because that's what you want to do. You want to make sure that you create content that people are either going to enjoy. I like to, to look at it like this. I like to to try to touch emotions in any content that I create and what emotion I'm going to touch depends on the content that I'm going to create. But I'm going to touch an emotion, whether it be anger, whether it be happiness 
right? I feel like that's what art is about. If we can create to touch, then I feel like we're we're on the right path. Absolutely. And I love that wisdom that you just gave freely for all of our people here. So I appreciate y'all gentlemen for that speaking eloquently and being able to articulate your philosophy and not only how you see life in general, but life specifically in our digital age where attention spans are less than seven seconds and dramatically increasing. Thank you, B. They're they're giving less than that. So it's, it's that of a goldfish, unfortunately. Right. And it's because of that, you know, how we essentially indoctrination at the end of the day. So what I feel like for me, and as B was saying, is it's very, for me, it's definitely about art. It's about having an editorial message that again is timeless as Mix was saying as well. And ha- it invokes that emotion and, you know, indefinitely and, you know, into perpetuity for lack of better words. So for me, it's all about talking about something with some esoteric wisdom and then being able to articulate it in this uh, this particular time space now. And then in the future, they're going to be able to articulate it in the same exact way. They're just going to use different words in a different format. So mm-hmm. I think all of us have an affinity for words. And that's I think that's probably the best way that creative people who have a, an affinity for words and understanding creativity is a, it's a wonderful way and method of articulating and illustrating who you are. I think words are, it's a lost art, brother. Mm. You know, it, it really is. I mean, I, I know right now we're just in this space with content when everybody's video, 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 or give me video, give me video, give me video. You know, and we forget, you know, there's 5 billion searches a day on Google. Mm. You know, ain't that, that ain't video. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> That's contextual. That's, That's words. right. You know, so you want to be able to play in words. I don't care if you're a photographer I don't care if you're a videographer or you're a writer, you know, that is a skill that every, and I'm looking at the camera when I say this, that every single digital content creator needs to have. You need to be able to have the skill of writing. Facts. Absolutely. (laughs) Copywriting for sure. (laughs) Period. No, that's important. I'm glad you put that on because when you think about it, um, language is so powerful. And when we get to language, it's not just about that, that language that's verbal. Um, Because it's some language that's nonverbal. And I would say that art or your artistic form or expression, that's language too. So how are you relating to people? So how are you connecting with people? Um, How are you sifting through all the things that make us different, so to speak, right? All the things that people are trying to check for it and like, oh, well, I don't know if I can get down with you because you're in this space. Or I don't know if I can get down with you because you're not coming from the same perspective of lived experience as I am. Um, how can we sift through all that with our language, with the written word, the spoken word, with music, with any type of medium? Um, that's the important piece to really connect and make that content. We got to get out of this box. Yes. We got to get out of this box as content creators, black content creators. You know, we just have to get out of this space to where it's like we can only create certain things, mm. right? I can only create content about. Nikki or you Cardi or you know we get stuck into this entertainment realm of things and when you look at your life you're like you know I do way more than just listen to music or what you know watch movies and things like that yeah I'm I'm a digital guy I I know SEO I know you know affiliate marketing I know you know all of these things are spaces that we can play in we just don't really know how to a get to it or, mm. or B is if it's even there for us, you know? So that's, I'm glad that's where we're having this conversation because I think that we can kind of awaken something um, that's in a lot of us that we just didn't even know that was there. 
Absolutely. And this is a very exciting time because now that everyone's becoming aware of our, let's say, economic power around $4 trillion circulating consciously. So this is the perfect opportunity to learn all these skills and essentially help each other ascend and mm-hmm. make content that we would all enjoy. I think it's fantastic. I love it, man. I love it, bro. <laughs> this is what I was put on this earth <laughs> to do. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah, so brother Bilal, I have a question for you. So thinking about um, you know, the the stepping outside of the box, because sometimes we're put into different boxes for whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, but realizing that, you know, how can someone step outside of the box and still manage that tension between what's relevant and what might not be relevant yet, but is definitely going to pop? Like, how do we decipher between where we should be? And not fall victim to, mm. you know, doing what everybody else is doing or trying to keep up with the Joneses and staying true to ourselves while not missing out on that coin or missing out on that bag. So the first thing I I want to start with this is you got to look in, in your heart, bro. Like, I know that might sound super cliche, but I like to start off with this. It's three things. Things that I'm just naturally good at. Right. I just just good at, you know, there's some things like Josh, you was a baller, bro. You were just naturally good at ball, you know. And there's things that you've worked on that mm. you've become a lot better at, right? Like, for instance, when it comes to blogging and WordPress, you know, I've been in, working on WordPress for 10 years, so I know it like the back of my hand, so I can teach it, right? But I'm also a naturally gifted teacher, I think, mm. you know, so that there's another space where you, you might not even realize that you can play in, right? So the first thing you need to do is pinpoint those things, pinpoint the things that you're good at naturally and the things that you've kind of taught yourself to be good at. And once you have that, then you can kind of go to things that you enjoy, right? What do you actually enjoy to do? Because if you create content around, based on things that you actually enjoy, it's super authentic. And we'll get into that a little bit later. Yes, sir. Um, But with authenticity, now you're going to have a real true following. I mean, you know, social media, we're in this space where people can just buy followers and, you know, you can just have this following, right? Just a visible following, but it's not a real following because no one's actually engaged with your content. So how you're going to get that engagement is to create authentic, genuine content. The easiest way to do that is to create things that you enjoy, right? And maybe after a year of you creating things that you enjoy, you can move that enjoyment into the other basket of I'm good at it, right? Or I've learned how to be good at it. And then you can kind of approach it with those three prongs and you'll always have content. You'll never run out of ideas. You'll never run out of things to create ever. Go appreciate that. Absolutely. And I, and I love that because, and it comes from, you know, taking action and betting on yourself. Right. And which again, we'll get into later, but yourself is essentially your most viable asset. So essentially this being authentic and, allowing nature to take over which is great and Clodis says my dad created our family model and know what to do so you do what you know amen exactly exactly i mean that's the the easiest way to say it right there you know and you look up and then you you'll have 30 content ideas that'll last you for you know a couple months yeah you know it's a beautiful thing absolutely so Growing up, gentlemen, did either of you ever envision yourself being a content creator? I feel like in my mind, I've always thought of myself as a uh, type of stimulating Walt Disney, but in terms of having like a massive media 
conglomerate with a different different avenues that can go in diff- many different ways. And I've always perceived the world with that type of vantage point. So for me, it's finally coming into my own, which is great. It just took a lot of, you know, experience and wisdom to get there and a lot of traveling, meeting and connecting with people like yourselves and, you know, just essentially seeing how the rest of the world sees the world and have having different perspectives. So when it comes time to focus on your audience, we can do what Brother Bilal says and actually focus on the person in this location who went to this institution and is at this job. So for me. I've always known that I was supposed to do this. Uh, and it goes back to editing my first highlight football tape in 95. <laughs> <You remember laughs> oh, word? Yeah, my brother, if you don't know, I got a twin brother. Um, we used to edit our own highlight tapes for football. You know, my, my dad would shoot them and we'd take them home and I'd connect the VCR to the computer. People don't even realize you could do that. But back in the day, that's, what, that's how we had to do it, right? And we would create. And what's kind of crazy about it is when I got older, I could look back and say, dang, when you're, cause when you're a child, you do things naturally. You feel what I'm saying? You don't really got to put a whole lot of thought process to it. You just kind of gravitate toward the things that you enjoy to do. So I, I kind of had to look at, look back and say, wow, what are some of the things that I did well as a child that I can kind of turn into some content and, you know, some money-making ideas and editing content, editing video was one of them, right? So I would I would say to you, do that. Look back, do a little bit of self-reflecting and, and go back to your childhood and try to reattach yourself to those things that you enjoy to do as a youth. Because if you can, then, you know, sky's the limit, man. Sky's the limit. Yeah, I, I definitely resonate with that. So, you know, I did not envision what I do now back then, uh, but I always didn't envision myself being um, a creative um, and a person who had creativity, um, a person who was business-minded, entrepreneurial. Um, you know, my, my name, Mikhail Israel, my initials, I don't have a middle name, so my initials is MY. Back, I used to like come up with like marketing ideas for like my clothing line. It was going to be my jeans. And mm. the tagline would be my jeans, make them yours, right? Mm. So it was going to be something like that. So I was always in that bag in terms of trying to create something. I just didn't know what the content would be. Um, and I think no matter what job I take on, I always produce something there whether it's creating a new position, whether it's drafting and expanding my job position or description, um, whether it's creating a program that's going to last even after I leave, um, whether it's helping other folks understand what they they have inside themselves um, to be creatives. Um, so, you know, I never could imagine or envision what it is now, because again, I didn't know how the space would be in terms of internet and then YouTube and then all these things that are taking off now. But I always saw myself as someone who was meant to create or meant to produce something um, that would be relevant um, that folks would be um, able to use and find benefit of, um, in it, um, or at least joy or entertainment or something. Um, so I think where I am now is a pleasant surprise because, again, you know, we might dream something or see something, but we might not know exactly how it's going to um, unfold or how we're going to get there. Um, so I always knew what point B would be in certain spaces. I just didn't know how everything would happen between A to B. Can I ask y'all a question? Oh, please do. When we first got to Petty, mm. right? And they put a laptop in your face. All right. What what was that? Like, what did you think about that? Like, did you think that this is the beginning of where we are now? You know, because <laughs> my, my thought process was I remember I always wanted to be a writer. Right. And I always wanted to write in a magazine. I always wanted to write for a source. Right. Back in the day, that was the thing that, that we wanted to do. Um, and I remember getting a laptop and I'm like magazine in one hand, laptop in the other hand. I'm like, can these things 
can they be one? Mm. And little did I know, that's what a blog is. And here we are. You feel what I'm saying? So, like, I just wanted to ask y'all that question. When you first got that laptop, did you have these thoughts process? Or what were some of those thoughts that you might have had? Absolutely. Yeah. So go ahead, Mix. Yeah, I mean, you know, I wasn't as forward thinking as you was. <laughs> however, however, I know when I first got in front of me, I was like, first of all, this is dope. Yeah. And it's free to me. And, it's free. <laughs> and I, I mean, I, I saw it as like a tool, of course, to get work done, papers, etc. But I mean, thinking about social media, earlier social media, right? You yeah. think about, you talk about uh, AOL Instant Messenger. Mm -hmm. yeah. You think about aim game, right? You think about connectivity in that sense. Like that was the early stages of really connecting with people. Um, even if you didn't know who they were or where they were, um, you could connect with people from a long distance. Mm -hmm. You can start to, you know, surf the web and get um, your hands on resources that you can never get. So, you know, this whole notion of before how we used to always go to the library. I wonder how students feel now or how people feel now. Mm -hmm. The young kids coming up. Like this, there's this building called a library. Right? <laughs> you go there and you actually look up the book number, right? They have a Dewey Decimal system or the mm. call, like all this. Like, I wonder if folks know what that is because there's a lot of stuff that's online now. So, I was trying to like bridge the gap between I, this is a tool that we can leverage to be connected. Mm -hmm. For example, shout out to everybody who had lights out. We were still connected. <laughs> They're like, yo, lights out. We still on that aim. Like, yo, what's good? Uh, you know, allegedly. What? All that. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> Statue of limitations is over. Right <laughs> oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's a wonderful question, B, because for me, it was a it was a gateway to creativity. Cause growing up, even though I had art classes at other institutions, I knew very early that I was never gonna be uh Da Vinci or Picasso because I, I was a terrible drawer at the time, right? And my handwriting is atrocious, like literal chicken scratch. I could probably at that time write better with my toes than I could with my hands. <laughs> so it was like, oh my gosh. So now this is a way for, in a space for me to illustrate myself. And I was able to make that connection of, you know, typing and, and writing. And then, you know, even if it was for papers, it was a way to express yourself. So I thought that was always a, a healthy outlet to just, just write. And then as I got older and my penmanship improved, then I start expanding to the more powerful way of writing, which is actually via hand. So it, you have, you're engaging all of those muscles in your mind and everything together. And there's, some, there's a lovely synchronicity so you can have a consciousness stream and just let the information flow, which is even, even cooler. Oh, man, I, I, that kind of made, made me think of like planet mm. and mm. learning how to code and learning HTML and stuff like that from Black Planet, mm. right? And and how how important of a skill that is to have right now. I mean, if you can do that, you're talking six figures. I mean, who any people will pay you six figures to do things like that, right? And these are things that we had on our plate early to uh, two thousand. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Twenty years ago, we we got introduced to these skills that now are multi-million dollar skills but we just didn't know exactly you know? we just didn't realize it and and so that's why i i say that i say go back think about your past think about some of the things that you might have learned and where it has evolved and how you can fit into that now i mean because i honestly believe majority of the tools that you're going to need to succeed you've already been introduced to you just gotta find them you gotta you know cultivate some of that things and make them into what you need to make them into today to be successful. 
You know, it's, it's and now not, I'm not saying you don't got to learn new stuff because we always got to learn new things. But don't forget about the foundation that's already probably been laid down for you. You just don't realize it yet. Real rapid. Can I can I ask a follow up about that? Because, you know, when we got the petty, I know I, I'll speak for myself, but I'm sure other folks, they, they probably vibe with me when I say this. Bro, when we got the you, your brother, you know, some of the other folks like we, we saw you as leaders. We saw you as folks who were like cool and had like charisma. And it's like the things that y'all do, I don't care what it is. It's like, oh, oh they doing it, so it's not cool, right? <laughs> so, so, so when you think about how sometimes we might get in certain spaces and it might not be in the culture yet, it might mm -hmm. not be a norm or it might not be pushed in the culture yet. It's not like sports or it's not like rapping and dropping lyrics and stuff like that. Um, how can we get people turned on to these things that otherwise might seem corny or like, oh, that's for white folks. Like, how mm -hmm. do we make sure that we don't miss out on these opportunities? Because we think a cornball does that or mm -hmm. a nerd does that or whatever. How do we do that? I think we have to be the leading driver in that, right? Like you said, I mean, if you look at Bilal or Blasworth as someone who might do things that a nerd does, but he does it in a cool way, right? Then I feel like I can pull you in, right? So if I, if I make a video... Like, you know, uh, I'm just going to the idea I got written down here. Getting my website up and running on WordPress or how to make money off my website and still be creative. I feel like that's a, a little bit better one. Um, I, I got to give you some technical aspects of that, right? But you know me, you love me. If, if you do, I can pull you into this because it's all to help you be successful in your content creation journey, right? So I would say you, you two, myself, you know, even my brother, the leaders that we are, right? We might not have 100,000 followers and things like that, but that's not necessary, right? All you got to do is lead the people who are following you. That's it. You mm -hmm. feel what I'm saying? And like, like, look, I mean, let's break it down. I mean, if, if you got 2,000 followers and you get 6% of them to give you $20 a month, you're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. Trust me. You feel what I'm saying? So you don't have to look at it like, dang, I got to get the world to, to love this. No, you don't. Mm -hmm. You only got to get enough people to help you survive. You hear what I say? Like in, in mm -hmm. layman's terms, you don't need the world. You just need to get your niche group. You need to support the things that they want you to, you know, to give them the content that they want from you. Give them, give them what they want and you'll be fine, bro. You don't have to take over the world like to, in one day. You feel mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Six degrees of separation. And the crazy part about it is the internet it's like two degrees. It's not even six mm. anymore. You know, you know, so you just don't really realize how much of, a, of an effect that you can have on people. Because, look, we lead people who are leaders in their own right. And we don't even know that. Mm. Right. So if we can stay true to ourselves, stay true to the content that we're going to create, we'll get there. I promise you this year is going to be special for each and every single one of us. I promise you that because we're going to take the right steps and we're going to do it the right way to get to where we need to get to. And it's not about, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, right? Mm. So we're not about to we're not about to build this this dynasty in one day. But we can do it in 365. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> we can do it in 365. So stay true to yourself. Create the content that you want to create. They'll come. You know what was that? What was that baseball movie? If you if you build it, <laughs> you know that's a fact, bro. You feel what I'm saying? Like like for instance, I put out that video how I will make ten. 
And I didn't put that video out to say tomorrow I'm about to make 10K. No, I'm not. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? It's going to take a process. And as long as I'm true to the process and I'm true to myself and I'm true to my content, uh, my followers, we're going to be good. We'll be fine. And we all going to make money. Mm -hmm. Real rap. And I think that's, that's very powerful because when we apply these skills that we already know that we have and that we're great at, and then we combine them with what you're interested in. And then we have this community feel about this. There's a lot of powerful things that can happen. And to me, that that excites me more than anything is people actually realizing their impact on the world. Because as Bilal is alluding to, people think they can't start until they get the 100,000. Oh, now I have social proof. Now I can start doing. No, 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 no. We need to start thinking about things like a thousand true fans. Because it's a massive difference. Because imagine if you have, you know, a thousand raging Raven fans, the type of people to use a, a music or artist analogy that come see you tour in every single city. You get a thousand of them people. That's that's exactly what you need. And those are the exact people that you want to make content for who truly appreciate it to those depths. 2021 is about engagement. That's it. It ain't about followers. You know, it ain't even about likes. You feel what I'm saying? It's about true conversions, mm. true conversions. I am going to bring you across this line to get you to do what I need you to do, whether that's buy something, whether that's, you know, grab a friend and bring your friend in. You know, those are the type of things that we need to be trying to think about instead of trying to think about how am I going to get all these followers? Right. Bro, like I said, if you get, you know, the 6% of your people, to move the way you want them to move, you're going to see success, you know? And the good, the good thing about it is it's not that success that everybody's watching, you know? It's the success that's true, that's real. That's real to you, that's real to us, that's real to our family, right? That's the type of things that I think that, you know, I want to help people with, you know? I don't want to teach you how to get followers. Everybody's doing that. You feel what I'm saying? I want to <laughs> teach you how to get true engagement and make good content. Amen. You know, like, that. for instance, we'll use, we'll <laughs> use my 150 views on that video that I put out yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. 100, 100 and some odd people liked it, right? So that means everybody that liked that video, dang near went and watched it. You feel what I'm saying? Like, that's all I care about. I don't care that that video doesn't have 200,000 views right now. It'll, it'll get there. You feel what I'm saying? But all I know is the people who are engaging with this, they are going, they're to it. They're, they're, they're taking it in. You feel me? They're hitting me up. They're sending me their eyes that came from that video. Those are the things we need to be trying to do because that's the genuine authenticity of all this stuff that we're doing right now. You're spitting facts, man. You're dropping gems. I hope the folks are listening. I hope they're listening. This is just the beginning. I don't, you know, if they ain't listening today, they're going to listen tomorrow. Man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And one powerful thing that you said is that you know, most people have that short perspective, that short term perspective instead of that endowment thinking perspective that Brother Sangu Delhi taught us about as well. So we if we don't have those 100,000 followers and if we don't have that immediate, let's say, engagement within with an hour. Right. Oh, I want a hundred. I want a, a million likes an hour. You're just setting unrealistic expectations for yourself. That's going to lead yeah. you to not only be disappointed, but it's going to deter you from continuing the mission so i actually saw a an ig video today that i wanted to share with you guys that was talking about rick ross and i thought this was like so it hit so home to the point that you just said 
man, life's short. Go harder than you did last year. Mm. Mm. Whatever you thought you did, it wasn't enough. Mm. And enjoy it even more. Believe that. Go harder and find a way to enjoy it. That's when you mastered the game. Mm. Push yourself them extra reps. Go harder. Have that extra two meetings that day. And find a way to enjoy it. Hey, that's the realest thing I heard Ross say all year. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's early. But huh. he's, he, he hits it right on the nose, man. You know, what, what did J. Cole say? It's beauty in the struggle. It's beauty in the struggle, mm-hmm. man. Mm. You know, and I've been it, listening to Yeah, it's beauty in the struggle. And, and until we can enjoy the struggle, you'll always struggle. Mm. You feel me? Yes, sir. That's dope. And, then, and so, so, but the thing that you hit on the head, too, is like, you know, because sometimes, you know, you know, especially being from New York City, they like the city that never sleeps. So people are like the grind never stops. Every day we get, every day we hustle, baby. Sleep is the cousin of death. Never sleep, brother. Like, so how do we make sure that we, um, you know, go harder than we did last year, but also make sure we practice self care while enjoying that ride? Mm. Uh, what is too smarter too? Smarter, not harder. Yeah, absolutely. You know, smarter, not harder. I, I think a lot of times we underestimate strats and strategies, um, and that's. You know, we can kind of move on to that part, portion of it. But that's like that kind of changed my whole perspective on content. Mm. Um, actually approaching content with a strategy. Right. right. And not saying, oh, I'm just going to do this today or I'm just going to do this today. You know, and actually my twin brother had to be the one to kind of put that in me because I'm like just a creative. I just want to create stuff and put it out. You know, my brother's like, no, no, no. Come on, B. You need a strategy. And how this is going to work. And when I finally embraced that concept, it just clicked. You feel what I'm saying? I'm not about to create this video unless I got 10 other ideas in the can. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Because I have to create some type of consistency. If I don't, then you're not going to take me serious. You know? So work harder, but also don't forget to work smarter because you do need that time for yourself mm. you do need that care all of that and probably even more important than actually creating the content um because if you're not in the right mental space you're not going to be able to create the things that you create you know like y'all saw me drink this little bit of bit of wine but i'm i'm on a sobriety binge right now <laughs> you feel what i'm saying because i needed to start this year mentally focused mentally fresh and open if i didn't do that then i wouldn't be able to bang out this entire strategy that's that's got me good until march nice that's real that's real absolutely glad i'm having this conversation where y'all been man where y'all been man i've been on trying to get on this show forever (laughs) (laughs) word we appreciate that and again it's a great point so as we get into our you know, segment about how content creation generates passive income. Mm-hmm. That was also a mental shift, a mental barrier that I had to overcome myself because essentially I was becoming a contentpreneur and only worried about the content as opposed to the, the back end. So now that I have developed my strengths and weaknesses as a content creator, now I can dial in and focus on what I'm actually superb at, focus on that. And then I can think about things and let's say in a, in an entrepreneurial way. So I think one of one of the best memes that I saw from the brand startup, which is a wonderful page on IG, 
is that is this is very it's more simple than you think. You just have to re change your perspective because six figures is only two hundred and seventy four dollars a day. Right. So that's selling five dollar service fifty five times selling a ten dollar product. 28 times, which is incredibly easy on the internet, right? Sell a $20 book 14 times, sell a $100 service three times, sell a 300 product, excuse me, $300 product once. What is that? I mean, 200 people? We all got more than 200 followers. <laughs> every one of us. You feel what I'm saying? So if you kind of look at it in that perspective, if I only have to sell, you know, a $5 product 55 times, I can't get 55 of my people to buy this $5 product? Right? Why well, I don't need three hundred thousand people to do that. I don't even need two thousand people to do that. Mm. This is perfect, bro. I, I, you know, this is a a very good slide because it really kind of breaks down that you don't need to be Drake in order to get money. Like you don't, you don't, <laughs> <laughs> Drizzy. You really don't. You just gotta have a good idea. You gotta be consistent. You gotta have a strategy, and you just gotta go. Absolutely. I think it's important for us. In 2021, the word should be intentional. Mm. Intentional. We have to be intentional. I like that. Uh, we can't just wish it into existence. We got to be intentional and trust the process, as they say in Philly. <laughs> trust the process. You know what I mean? Shout out to Philly. You already know what it is. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I think I appreciate the fact that we're all coming to this realization at the same time. So there's a very, there's a very authentic and serendipitous element to it that is naturally bringing the right people together at this specific time. And I think that's very powerful since usually those people are aware that it's happening at that time. And I, again, I just love that. Good stuff, man. Absolutely. So another side that I thought that was very powerful was this one here because similar to myself i know a lot of people are in a nine to five so even when it comes to content creation one of the biggest hurdles people have to overcome oh i don't have enough time i don't have the time to do that but as we know the old adage if you don't make time how can you have time so surely there's something that you can sacrifice in your current life that's keeping you where you don't want to be in order to Take it to where you actually want to be. Take it to the take it to the next level, for lack of better words. And I think this slide right here really exemplifies that. So $25 per week and using Blau's metrics, right? I'm sure with the strategies we're going to be implementing, surely you know we can find a way to make $25 per week, which is an extra $1,300 a year, all the way up to an extra $1,000 per week. That's an extra fifty-two thousand. That's a that's a full-time salary. Just right. doing what you essentially stopped yourself from doing initially from with with negative thoughts, like self-limiting beliefs. Yeah, and in fifty-two weeks a year pretty puts it in perspective. I mean, I know we start the year, it's just Jan fifth, you know, December thirty first, twenty twenty one might seem like a far far away. It's not that far away. Mm -hmm. You know, it's really it's only fifty-two weeks away. You know, so you can kind of put it in perspective. And also, too, we all got the same 24 hours in a day. Mm -hmm. We all do. So it ain't like, you know, Diddy got 28 hours out of the day. He got the same 24 that we do. So if he can get it done, we can get it done. You feel mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Sometimes, say, look, sometimes you might have to stay up late to get something done. Sometimes you might have to put in an extra hour or two on Saturday to get something done. 
you know, but also realize what you're doing it for. Mm. You know, you got goals and you got aspirations that you're trying to meet. And the only way that you're going to get there is, is to put the time and energy in, you know, I mean, we look at, look at sports and he wasn't with me shooting in the gym. You feel me? <laughs> you know, now we got IG so you can watch Steph Curry hit 105 three pointers in a row. But bro, like these dudes is doing that every single day, putting the work in to get to where they need to get to. We just don't get to see it. And that's right. the beauty of it. You feel what I'm saying? That's the beauty of it. Absolutely. I think the 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 formula should be um delayed gratification, long-term dedication. Mm. So, you know, so there's plenty of times where we might want the prize right now. Um, but we have to delay gratification in order for us to have that long-term dedication to get the thing that we actually want. And it might not come tomorrow. Like you said, it might not come in a couple of months, whatever the case may be. Um, but how do we stay the course? Realizing that sometimes it might feel like a sprint, but it's really a marathon. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And the marathon can only be run with a different level of thinking that people apply to sprinting because you can't apply the same logic to a marathon if you're, you've been sprinting your whole life. And if you think about how, and again, a marathon, shout out to Nip, is a great metaphor for life because life teaches you to sprint everywhere. You're essentially doing suicides your entire life. And then instead of Especially thinking about it as a, yeah, I think about it as a, as a marathon. It's, it's brilliant. Yeah, because life is definitely a marathon. You know, it, it, it's, you can't approach it like, I'm just going to run this 100 meters. You know, it, it's laps to, to all of this, right? And it's also setbacks, right? You know, it's hurdles there, mm. you know? So that's another, I, I think we should add to that analogy. Yeah. Life is a, is a marathon with hurdles. Yes. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? It ain't a straight <laughs> track. It's, it's got hurdles. You got to jump over them. You know, what's the, what's the, the race, the steeplechase? That's life. Yes. Yo. Talk about it. You feel me? You're going to have to jump over some stuff. You're going to land in some water. You feel what I'm saying? You're going to be tired, but you just got to keep pushing. And like I said, no one runs a steeplechase without a plan. Nobody does that. Mm. You can't do it. You can't do it. You know, you're going to run a little bit faster. This part, I'm going to take it easy on this part. I'm gonna, you got to map it out. And you got to do the same thing with your goals and dreams when it comes to content creation. thousand percent and that's so powerful and there's so many different ways to create passive income doing what you love so it doesn't necessarily have to be an end product it could be a subscription service since most of us have at least one subscription on our on our statement at, at the minimum one most people have probably more than five so it's just a different way of thinking and Unfortunately, the world is not designed for us to think of ourselves in a way that Disney or ESPN or, you know, HBO think about themselves. But essentially, you have your own content that you can generate similar to them. It's just that they have a different distribution system. However, now at this time in 2021, the playing field is easier. You just have to know how to put everything together. And that's what they have into their advantage. But again, you go around the world, you meet amazing people that inspire you and then you work with them. And then you can essentially have the same type of impact that a HBO or, you know, Warners and, and Disney have. Stay around like my folks. You know, um, I don't keep a lot of people in my circle because of that. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, uh, especially when it comes to work. 
you know, I have my friends, we play video games, you know, we chill out and when I need my breaks from this, that's what I turn to. But when it comes to work, it's only a select few that I'm, A, I'm going to take my ideas to, you know, B, I'm going to listen to your ideas. Uh, you don't want, you want to make sure that you, you find those people in your life because those are the people that are going to help you get to the next level. You can't do it by yourself. And I'm not saying that you need someone that's going to actually help you do the work. No, sometimes you just need someone there you know, to listen to your ideas, to help you structure your next idea, you know, to give you some advice, to give you some constructive criticism, you know, everybody um, isn't the right person to, to give you constructive criticism, right? So you just need to make sure that you find those right people that have your best interest and your idea's best interest at heart, you know, so you can, you can kind of continue to move forward. Yeah, that's real in terms of having a team in particular. Now, you know, we're talking about black content creators, so the, it begs the question, you know, um, because, you know, we've just recently seen how someone from Google was was fired uh, for pointing out uh, pretty much a, a black one for pointing out all the uh, uh, systemic racism or injustices that was happening within Google, or even with the Google search. And there's mm -hmm. a lot of major companies like that that have issues that are taking place. So when you think about this digital age, you think about how still um, if we know anything about artificial intelligence, um, or AI, right? That that's still there's racism embedded in these systems in a lot of different spaces. So, if you were to give information to people, what would be some of your advice to let folks know that this is how you can um, battle against that? Because there are times when you know some folks might just get the likes or might get the subscriptions because you know white folks are looking at other white folks and like, oh, that's a person to me. Not not even not as a person of influence, it's a person to me. Person. So now when we get to folks like me, you, and Josh, and other folks out there like us from similar backgrounds, lived experiences, they might not automatically see us as an authority of something or even think that we have something to offer to them that they can jive with and vibe with. Mm. How, how do you position yourselves or maybe, you know, really market yourselves and make that noise a little louder that, hey, you know, I'm a black content creator for sure. Don't get that twisted, but it's beneficial for you too. Yeah. You know, lean on the craft. You feel what I'm saying? Be the best that you can be at the craft. Make it undeniable. Make it undeniable. You feel what I'm saying? Um, I know there's a couple people on YouTube. I forget the guy's name. He, he does a, a video. He's a black guy. He does uh, videos on, um, you know, cameras and different, different uh, digital equipment and things like that. You know, but he's so good <laughs> that it, I don't care who you are. You know, you, you can hate him. You can love him. He's just going to give you the information where you can't deny it. And I think that's what we got to do. And I know it's tough, bro. Like, look, bro, we all, we black, bro. We, we know some of the struggles that you got to go through, especially in lanes where it's not a lot of us, you know, sometimes we might not get the respect that we deserve. Oh, you're black. You probably know Drake and LeBron. You feel what I'm saying? Like, but just lean on the skills that you have. And if you can make those skills undeniable, Nobody can stop you. You feel what I'm saying? They might hate you, but they, they got to listen to you because you're the only person with the knowledge that they need to be successful. You know, yeah. and that's where I think that we need to get to. It's, it's, it's really kind of honing in on our skills and making the things that we do so undeniable. I don't care if you don't like black people or not. You're going to talk about it. Talk about so, <laughs> so so if this is Sesame Street, you know, uh, if those people <laughs> are keeping track at home, the words of the day so far <laughs> have been intentional <laughs> undeniable mm. <laughs> i like it and authentic absolutely and, and i think that's that's the the key ingredient is mm -hmm. that when you have those three that's it's a trifecta trifecta man i remember uh, some of the most influential uh black content creators i know 
um, a, a young lady named Tanya uh, Rapley. I, I hope I'm not saying her last name wrong. Um, she does uh, finance content. One of the first things she did to me when I had a conversation, or she talked to me when we had a conversation, she said, Bilal, you have to be the most thinking Bilal that you can possibly be when you create content. And at first, I didn't really understand what that meant. You feel what I'm saying? But, you know, now I do. It's, it's like I said, like I play the guitar, bro. Like anything that I put out, that's authentic, bro. That's like me. Like the, these words, these, these, these chords, these riffs, you know, any content that I create, like the video, you're going to get the authentic me. Sometimes you're going to love them. Sometimes you might not, you know, <laughs> but you're always going to get Blogsworth. You're always going to get Bilal. And you know that you're going to get the real me in thing that I create. And I think that you get some respect for that. You know, people will look at you like, oh, man, he's he's serious about his craft because I'm giving it to you in a way that only I can. No one else is, is going to be able to do this. And if you can do that. You're geared up, you're geared up, and ready to go. That's it. That's that's how you have to do it. I mean, that's the only way that you're going to get your a thousand true fans or even five true fans. They have to like you for you. And that consistency makes them come back more. So essentially you become the same type of content that they would consciously consume on TV, except exactly. you're giving them immensely much more value. You're probably teaching them, teaching them something to better their lives as opposed to only entertain them. Facts. You know, like, like for instance, when people buy and, and uh, I know both of you can kind of talk from a marketing standpoint from this, um, people buy based on a lot of times, especially on the internet, based on what their friends say, buy, right? So if, if I say, oh man, I, I loved Wonder Woman 1984, nine times out of 10, you're going to go into that movie like, oh, I'm going to like this. You feel what I'm saying? Because A, I know you, I trust you. But I trust you because I know the authentic you, right? If I didn't know the authentic you, I wouldn't trust you, right? So it's about creating that trust in the people that we're serving our content to, our followers, you know, the people that we're trying to convert. If they can trust us, then they're more likely to do the things that we need to do, you know, buy the things that we need to buy, watch this video, than if they don't trust you, right? Mm. And trust and authenticity go hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. I like it. You said that. That's that's very very important. Trust and authenticity definitely go hand in hand. And um, you know, I like the fact. You know, there's a couple of things that you. There's more than a couple of things brother, that you've been saying today. <laughs> but there's a couple of things I just want to lift up real quick. It's just that um, earlier you said you know um, you only have to lead the people that follow you. That's like bars. Bars <laughs> yes. one thousand. That's number one. And then <laughs> and then two. Um, this whole trust and uh, authenticity piece and just being your pure, unadulterated self, where else can we really have that freedom and that permission to be our full selves? Like, that's beautiful to me. To me, that's very liberating. That's freeing. Um, and that 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 lets me know that this is the space that I should be in, in terms of creating that content, because if that's what it calls for, all like a, a full, authentic me or a full, authentic you, um, that's a beautiful space to be in the best space mm. you know it's the truest space it's the happiest space you know you don't got to pretend you don't got to you know you could just be you like for instance i i grow dreads right so mm. now if i wanted to make a video on men's hairstyles it's authentic i did it you feel what i'm saying i've been through the trials and the tribulations of growing your hair out and 
You feel what I'm saying? So like those are the little things. And even though that was a little idea, who knows? Maybe I'll do a YouTube video on men's hairstyles and, you know, and tie it to an affiliate program of Amazon and you get all your products from Amazon that I use in my hair and we both win. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? That's where we need to go. I'm here for it, pun intended, <laughs> but I don't have it. So we do a beard special. We, got, we can know. do that. All right, all right, all right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> like imagine, imagine, imagine trying to come out with a beard cream. You ain't got no beard. Oh man. <laughs> you feel me? It just doesn't really make sense. Right. We got to stay true and authentic to ourselves and who we are if we want to be successful. Real rap. Absolutely. And I think it's a great time to transition to one of the last key words. So we have intentional. We have what's the second word? Undeniable. 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 Thank you. There it is. Last one is authentic. Right. Authentic. Authentic. Authenticity. Our authenticity is an asset and an asset. Oh, yeah is something that you can scale and grow and nurture and master. And then that the, the, the growth potential is limitless and it's based purely on you as it should be. And if we're going to be completely transparent, gentlemen, being black people in the world, black people. And again, this is from my own anecdotal travels around the country and around on the planet, right? Black people are some of the most imitated people in existence. And in some countries, people are raised to culturally appropriate our culture. So as we all know, it's time for us to get our just due in a very authentic way for being a very valuable culture. And we, anything we touch, we own. Um, oh, Evie Jabber in the building. Okay. Hey, Evie. Hey, my God. <laughs> Another dude who just, you know, just tremendous men, bro. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I just appreciate and i know i'm gonna go off a little quick tangent but i just appreciate being able to grow up and just have the opportunity to be around some of the men some of the black men that i've able to, i've been able to be around because yes, i've learned something from each and every single one of you, you might not even realize that but i've mm. learned something from each and every single one of you including eb you know so i just i just shout out to you i just wanted to to give y'all that quick shout you know First, and, and yeah, and someone who has been authentic since the day I met him. <laughs> so, Luke. <laughs> it's easy. Word since the facts. day I met him, someone that I've never met anyone as authentic as, as him. You know, and he stayed true to himself the Real entire rap. time. I knew him as an adult, as a teenager. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I... I, I let me stop, bro. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's Real rap. Real yeah. rap. Absolutely. And I remember times at Petty where, you know, he would just rip a freestyle. And I love the fact that people like Mix, people like Sheed would actually get in the ring with Evie, who had who had immense bars and going against him and competing in a very authentic way for both of y'all gave everyone confidence and ammunition. Like, yeah, hey, I can do this. Watch, watch, watch what I do next. I love that. That's just powerful. I love the moments like that. Beautiful Words. things, man. Words. Beautiful things. Salute. I mean, one of my favorite EB stories I can't share here <laughs> because, you know, it might implicate, you know, a couple of folks when we was going in town for something. But, um, you know, you know, you know, it had to do with a wiffle ball bat that I had went to go purchase and I had saw my bike in the streets somehow. But, you know, that's another day. Another day. Offline, offline, offline. <laughs> but I, I think a lot of times I, I think we've, we've learned to be authentic mm. through a lot of the relationships um that we had at petty 
you know, because Petty was a place that was new to all of us. We ain't had never been involved in nothing like it, you know? And I think a lot of times we had a chance to kind of show that little mini world that we were in, mm. you know, our authenticity. And they loved it. They lo- they ate it up. Every single last one of them. Mm-hmm. You know? So, mm-hmm. it's, and, and it's the same way in life. I mean, if you can do it there, you can do it in life. You know, I'm a true and firm believer in that, man. Some of the, the strongest relationships, some of the, some of the strongest, I'm, I shouldn't say some of the strongest relationships, but I would say some of the most lasting impacts mm. that I've had and I've had on people were from Petty, you know? And that was just me showing you you, right? Oh, blogs were, why don't you, why don't you hit a little heel toe? You feel what I'm saying? I used to be the guy that used to always dance at the party. You feel <laughs> yes, yes. That exactly. was me. You feel what I'm saying? But but if you go on my Instagram, I'm gonna be doing the same thing I was doing in high school. Y'all see me? You feel what I'm saying? And and I think that you know that I have some respect from that. You feel me? People know that they're gonna get the real you if you just are if you just always yourself. Absolutely. That's real. That's real. And I mean, not to keep going down this memory lane trip, but uh, <laughs> I really like just really real rap because i um, raised by a single mom, um, three older sisters, no, no uncles, no male cousins. Um, you know, I went to Petty. Y'all was my brothers, yo, for real. Like, and, and, and in some cases, like uncles that I could look up to, you know what I mean? Like uh, y'all were the folks who, you know, we can, like I said, if y'all were doing something, we like, it definitely ain't corny. Like, <laughs> if they doing it, if they doing it, if y'all want to become prefects, if you're over here doing this, that or whatever, it's like, yo, we should look into that. So talk about like paving the way and setting trends and modeling, um, you know, shouts out, uh, shout out to y'all, because like, otherwise, if I didn't have that, yo, Petty would have been a different experience. So just yeah. I want to give you all your flowers while you're here. I appreciate that, bro, because because I agree with you 100 percent, you know, uh, just just like we talk about EB, just EB spitting bars and the way that he used to. Do poetry. Mm. You feel me? Open my eyes up to mm-hmm, writing, mm-hmm. wanting to do poetry and wanting to write and wanting to be that person who could write some bars better than him. You feel what I'm saying? Like th- those are the type of things that I think we don't realize that we've kind of taken into life, you know. And now we're we're those people, mm. right? We're those people who are showing the world how to do things, how to do things in a cool way. And you know, WordPress is boring, but we go. I'm gonna make it sexy for y'all. You feel what I'm saying? I'm gonna turn that blue light on in the back, and we are gonna make it sexy for y'all because that's what we know how to do. Talk about it. <laughs> Absolutely, and I think it definitely starts with being comfortable with yourself. And what better way to be uncomfortable with yourself than in high school, when usually people are discovering themselves, and then put yep. that in a different mix at boarding school. So truly, be I gotta give shout out to Dino, right? Show Taja Dean, right? Shout out Taji. <laughs> I got to give a shout out to EB, of course, Jamal Hilliard, and definitely yep. Schoon. So RIP Schoon, yep. but he, he was our prefect. Yeah. So again, and again, Schoon was a dope dude, very peculiar, but he was incredibly comfortable with himself. And that is incredible. so important. Yep. That's the up. most important, the most important. Absolutely. So whenever people tend to see people with, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers or millions of followers, someone like Gary Vee, people like Gary Vee is incredibly authentic. Content creators like Kevin Samuels, incredibly authentic. So people just think that they have the numbers. That's why they're popular and they're just going to 
get bigger and bigger because of the numbers, but more specifically, it's the authenticity which creates and I think equates to the value of the content that they create because you're only going to talk about what you're certain about and your certainty is exuded by your authenticity. So I think that's that's the key takeaway there. Facts. You know, those guys are always them true self, their true selves. We know and they were their true selves when they had 10 subs. Mm. True selves when they have 100,000 subs. You know, they've never changed that. So, I mean, you know, because some folks might get a little antsy. Some folks is like, yo, what you saying? Now that you're kicking, that's cool. That's but, right. you know, I'm trying to make a quick buck or <laughs> rent's due like on the 15th. And I'm trying I'm trying to make it big, brother. Um, talk to the folks who might not really have that type of patience, but they have the artistry. Like I can I can think of family members. I can think of friends. I can think of people who are uber talented, but they might not have a notion of who their authentic self is. Mm-hmm. And they might not know how to really strategize, like you said, to the point where they can delay that gratification and have that long-term dedication and commitment without like feeling the need to get something done. Like, like what are some best practices for folks to really reflect and move forward in that space? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna say this, if you're good at something, you need to have an affiliate program, period. Like if you're good at it, you can teach it to people, right? So if you can teach it to people, you can become an authority in that lane and you can make money, period. You feel what I'm saying? So like, for instance, you know, I know what my worth is from photography. I know what it, I know exactly what I'm gonna charge you for a photo shoot because I've done it enough times to know this is what I, I charge, right? And I'm so, I'm confident in it to say, well, if you can't pay it, you should go find somebody who can, who you can afford. You feel what I'm saying? But that's because I have gotten to the point that I'm really confident in my craft and I understand that you're going to get what you pay for. You feel what I'm saying? So I would say sometimes you got to take a step back and be patient, but you're all of us are good at something. So please just find one thing that you're good at, right? And start there. Start creating content around something that you're good at and then you can connect it to an affiliate program to start making money. If you're good at it and the people around you know that you're good at it, they're going to take you serious. They're not going to play games with you, right? So boom, they'll buy, right? If like, for instance, Josh, you got the dope setup over there, bro. You feel what I'm saying? How, how did you get that setup? Where did you get that microphone from? Where did you get all of those photos that you got up there from, right? Did you go to Guitar Center to get the the, the foam, you got to point me in the right direction, brother. I need to set up like yours. Boom, right? We, I just named you three ways that you can make money. Mm. You can make money off of Amazon by pointing me in the right direction to get that mic. Mm-hmm. You can go over to iCanvas. You can, you know, all of the, the, the photos that you got. Maybe you got them from iCanvas. Now I'm connected. I can, oh, oh, Josh got them from there. I'm, I'm going to go here. I'm going to click his link. You feel me? Because I bang with him and he's authentic. And now you can start making that passive income. Mm. Passive income does not happen overnight. Right. It's, you know, for lack of a better way to explain it, it ain't selling drugs. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? You're not about to get this quick money. You got to strategically and consistently put the work in. But if you do, you'll look up and you'll be Peter McKinnon. You'll be Gary V. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? You can look up and in a year from now, you got Four four thousand subs, right? You're ready to monetize your YouTube page. You're ready to make the money that you want to make, but you gotta put 
you got to put this, the, the, the steps in, you feel what I'm saying? You got to lay the groundwork or you, you can never be successful. So have some patience with yourself to put the groundwork, to lay the foundation. And then once you get there, it's time to go. It's time to get the money. Mm. Mm. Rap. So we've got intentional, undeniable, authentic, and patience. Mm. There we like go. I like what Malcolm said. I like what he said. You know, it doesn't happen overnight until it happens overnight. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Real rap. <laughs> you feel me? It doesn't happen overnight until it does. And you and with those three words, if that fits right into that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And shout out to Game Seven character builders and Justin Sinclair as well. Facts. Facts. So and, I do want to give one more gem mm-hmm. before we get out of here. Um because I want everybody to be successful in their YouTube creation, you know, because I, I think that that's a good lane for us African-American men here in creating content. Right. So when we what's a good YouTube video real quick. Right. There's five things that you need to make sure that you put in your YouTube video. Right. You got to have a hook. Mm-hmm. Right. So my hook was y'all want to make money. I'm about to make ten thousand dollars in a month. This is how we gonna do it. Boom. Right, I got my hook. Right. Next is my intro. So now I'm going to introduce myself. I'm going to introduce my topic. I'm going to introduce, I'm going to give you a little bit of detail about what I'm about to teach you. Right. And then I'm going to go into the delivery. Right. And this is how I'm going to do it. Boom. Right. So we got the hook, we got the intro, we got the delivery and then our content. Right. So now I'm going to specifically teach you and show you exactly what I want to do. Right. And then I got a bonus for you. Right. So my bonus could be, you know, uh, here, here are like, this was the bonus. Here's my, my, how to make a good YouTube video. Right. So that's the bonus of this video per se. Um, and then we got the call to action, right? So do this, do that, click this sub here, <laughs> you know, that's your call to action. So you got the hook, we got the intro, which can kind of be in the hook. We got the delivery, we got our content, we got our bonus, and then we got our call to action. And if you structure your YouTube videos like that, you're going to start to see some success from your YouTube videos. And it's not going to be something where you do that one time and you got, you know, 100,000 views. But no, but if you can stay consistent and people can really believe you, you're authentic, you're going to start to see your numbers increase. I promise you that. And and it only takes one video to hit. Mm. And then all the rest of your videos is on fire. Absolutely. And that's that's amazing advice. And I have to shout out Anthony Lewis here, who is and now your mom knows who said you cannot rush money, period, because he's an amazing content creator and he's just about to hit a thousand subscribers in a couple of months, probably. So that and again, that's 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 an amazing deal. Number one. Number two, he's incredibly authentic always. And I think what he does best is being comfortable in himself and everyone in his audience is incredibly engaged. Anytime it's live, there's there's a, everyone's having a conversation with everyone else. So at the end of the day, then you start bringing in the other marketing aspects of putting, you know, your content on people around who who are like your audience, but just in different areas of the world. And then yes. and that's how things like that hit. And Tony himself, he actually had he did a review on uh, was it the uh, the lawnmower from uh, Manscaped? And it has over, what, like 15,000 views or something like that. Good stuff. Yeah. And that's how you got to do it. And I'm sure 
there were points in time where you might have got frustrated and he's like, oh, you know, but you just got to stay the course. Mm. Got to stay the course, man. So to you, to you, if you're an expert opinion, good brother, all the stuff that you've been doing in the spaces you've been in, you know, um, are there any platforms that you like better than others? Are there any um, platforms that you feel like you have to have that as a one, two combination? I know some of them are already connected, um, but what is you don't have to give it out. It's not something that you got to give out for free. But all I'm asking, brothers, you know, is, is there something that you've been, you know, thinking about in terms of which which platforms might be good, which platforms are really working, all those things? Well, for us, I honestly believe that we need to really kind of dive into YouTube. You know, I I, I think YouTube because first of all, YouTube is Google. Mm-hmm. Google. Google is the big boy in the room. You feel me? Instagram is the is the the cute girl what i'm saying but youtube she got a doctorate you feel what i'm saying like she got a good family you know (laughs) that's youtube you know so i I would say focus in on youtube and actually written content those are the two things that i'm going to focus my most energy on in 2021 it's not going to be instagram you know i I, i'm gonna say that to y'all and i'm gonna say that to the people you know because i don't want to be the guy who hates IG, but I hate IG. <laughs> speak, I like speak, it. speak your mind, brother. Hey, uh, B, you're uh, not, you're not like wrong. It, you're not wrong because there are some influencers on IG who hate IG, and they have millions of followers, and they and they hate it as well. So you're not alone. It just doesn't really do anything, mm. for, mm. for lack of a better way to explain it. And, I, and I'll tell you why I mean it. Because first of all, it don't refer. It's no, you can't refer anybody from here to there on YouTube, on, on IG. I mean, you can kind of do it in your stories if you got mm. a little bit of followers and, you know, but I just can't throw a link up be like, yo, come here, check this mm. out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's just a little bit different, difficult. Instagram was, wasn't built the way that we use it. Mm. You feel me? It was built more for photographers and, you know, for people who actually just want to show images. And we've kind of turned it into this marketing and promoting space. Mm. Which, which I'm not mad at. You feel what I'm saying? I think that's people being creative and thinking outside the box and, you know, trying to figure out better ways to create. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for me, if you want to really make some real true passive income, do it on YouTube, get a blog, create good content that people, evergreen content. And when I say evergreen, I mean content that's going to live forever. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Like, for instance, uh, I on my praise site. So I, I, I managed sites in like four markets. Um, one of the sites here in Atlanta is praiseatl.com. Um, so 2018, I wrote an article called, uh, is it a sin to put up a Christmas tree? Mm-hmm. And we, we dove in and we, you know, we got some Bible scriptures and you know, that piece of content gets me traffic every year, nice. every year. Every year around Christmas, I can bet that I'm going to get anywhere between 3,000 and 4,000 unique visitors to this post in November and December, mm. right? Those are the type of things that we need to be trying to create, right? Another, another idea, um, what does the Bible say about Halloween, mm-hmm. right? So look, I'm, I'm creating this content specifically for this page, for this audience, right? I'm not going to take that and put it on a hip-hop blog. For what? You feel me? I'm going to give this specific audience to who's going to digest it and, um, you know, engage with it 
the most, right? So if we can kind of think about that, you know, think about content in that sense, I think we'll be way better off, right? Like I said in the beginning of this, 5 billion people a day search mm. on Google. What other social media, What I mean, not because Google's not really a social media, search engine, but what other platform, a digital platform does that? None, there's not. Hmm. Well, YouTube is close because it's owned by Google, but that, that's, 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 the, that's the closest. <laughs> that's you know I mean? And that's the crazy part about it is, I mean, a lot of times you'll search something, right? So that, that's why it's twofold. If I, is it a sin to put, a Christmas, put up a Christmas tree? should be a blog and we should have a YouTube video, mm. right? So I'm approaching it on both folds. I'm approach, and I'm also going to, if I can, I'm going to go take some pictures mm. of some Christmas trees and I'm going to get those pictures circulating in Google Images because people go to Google and they click on images, mm-hmm. right? And they might find your content by looking at images. They might find your content by look, clicking the first video they see, or they might find your content by clicking that first uh, SEO ranked article, right? But if you can create this content, get it to the top of Google, you just have a way better chance of becoming successful and people finding your content because it's all about people finding your content. And, and I'm sure a lot of you know that when it comes to YouTube, I mean, you got to SEO your content on there as well. Hmm. Hmm. Brilliant. 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 Thank you for that. Absolutely. No that, problem. No that was problem. amazing. Yeah. Brother, I won't I won't be mad if you send me an invoice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not for y'all, man. Not, 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 not for y'all at all. Everybody else though. <laughs> not playing no games this year, man. <laughs> Absolutely. And this is very, very powerful stuff, gentlemen. Thank you for this. And thank you everyone in the audience for participating as well. We appreciate y'all. We make our content specifically for you in a very authentic way. I like it. Keep it up, boys. Keep it up, man. Y'all got to have me back on, too. Oh, absolutely. Please, yes. Yes. Definitely. All right, guys. Enjoy your day and speak to you all soon. All right, y'all. Be good. You repeat what they created and get power to hate. But worst of all, we disappoint all the greats. Black lives matter, black lives matter, yeah, yeah, black lives matter.